Hey there, welcome back to the Counter Service Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Jacobson, and this is a podcast dedicated to teaching organizations how to learn. Well, as you know, we're on a series about how to develop a learning organization within your company. We said step number one was about cultivating a culture of curiosity, saying it starts with the leadership team, setting the environmental conditions to question, explore, and investigate, knowing that autonomy, mastery, and purpose are the drivers to motivate and inspire a group of employees. And we said step number two is about establishing a systematic design methodology. And there are two parts to that. One is to look back to look forward. And the second one is this idea of learning from the future as it emerges. So whether you are reacting or redesigning, reframing, or maybe even regenerating, it's important to establish a design methodology within your company. Well, that leads us to step number three today, which is about about empowering an ecosystem of experimentation. So you can have all these great ideas and understand what that design methodology is going to look like, but it truly is important in 2022, where learning is the currency, is the ultimate competitive advantage, to have a consistent row flow and rhythm of prototyping, testing, and iterating. The idea that today's company is not constrained by the imperatives before them, knowing that creative and inventive thinking Truly, in taking those great ideas, that culture of curiosity that you've built is truly investing throughout your organization, the ability to prototype, iterate, and test. This is truly about seeing the world in new ways. And I think a critical question in this process is asking yourself, what is your innovation intention? Every company should be asking, what is your innovation intention? And before answering that question, I think it's a great reminder in this day and age that innovation is accessible to all of us. Whether you are just launching a podcast or you're a Fortune 50 company, the scale to innovate is far different than 20 years ago, 50 or 200 years ago. This is accessible to any individual, to any organization, or to any company. Now, there's a different type of hustle. There's a different type of impact. But it's just a great reminder. Innovation is not just this big thing that seems so unapproachable or just the inability to grasp it and incorporate it into what you're doing. I don't know, sometimes... This innovation word, this I word, um, there's some fatigue around this idea of innovation. I would just simply say you can't have innovation fatigue unless you're in the arena innovating. So this idea of innovation, this idea of prototyping and testing and iterating is understanding that's accessible to you. And as James Clear in his book Atomic Habits talks about, you don't rise to the system to the level of your goals. You, you fall to the level of your systems. So this is a great idea 
around empowering an ecosystem throughout your organization of experimentation. This is creating a flow, a system for the next idea, for the next great product, or if there is an impact in the marketplace, you will be well prepared. So what is your innovation intention? Is it to optimize? Is it to transform? Or is it to disrupt? Those are three areas, three levels of innovation that you really want to think about. And within each of those, there's a different level of cost, a different level of impact, and a different level of speed. So let's start at the basic, the bottom end of this, and that is optimization. Uh, to optimize something is simply just a tweak to make a minor adjustment. So take a look at within your organization. What needs to be tweaked? What needs to be adjusted along the way? And there's some innovative practices that can be used in order to make those adjustments. I don't know. I'm going to take a familiar sort of example that we've probably used many times. But I think it's just a great way to illustrate this. When you look at the phone, the iteration of the phone, when it was deployed in 1936, another version of this, and you really looked at that version, and when I grew up in the 1970s, there wasn't a lot of difference. I mean, it was a dial phone. And, uh, and that was a long span of time for any adjustment or tweaking to be done. Eventually, there it was push button, and there was an, two buttons added, like the asterisk and you know the pound sign, and and uh, then it led to sort of this cordless idea of of the phone. But these are tweaks and minor adjustments with this particular technology. I just think within your organization, it's important, and I think you can camp out here for a while when you're having a consistent flow of prototyping, iterating, and testing is really this idea of what are you trying to optimize within your company. I think that's a great place to start, and it's something that's lower stakes. Now, you may not gain as much speed with it and have as much impact, but the cost is going to be a little bit lower. But the second level outside of optimization is this idea of transformation. Now, transformation is not tweaking or adjusting. It is replacing one methodology with another, one approach with another, one system with another. It is completely transformative. This is going from the dial phone to the flip phone, maybe. This in cellular technology, this idea of transformation, replacing one with another. So with that, you get a little bit more speed, you get a little bit more impact, but you get a little bit more cost associated with deploying such a product. And then the last level to think about is this idea of disruption. So moving from optimization to transformation to disruption. This is acting as if your industry didn't exist. So moving from the dial phone to the iPhone 13, I mean, that is a complete disruption uh, over, over time for sure. And this idea of disruption is acting as if your industry didn't exist. And that's a whole lot of speed. That's a whole lot of impact. But that's a whole lot of cost associated with it. So with each level, there's a different level of cost and impact and speed that goes along with it. 
I really think if you have a consistent flow of experimentation within your organization, you should be thinking about all three of these levels. And while you may camp out in the optimizing space, you should build in transformation. You should really be pushing yourself in your organization to think about disruption. Because again, you don't fall to the you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And to have a consistent flow in, of experimentation and asking yourself the question, what is your innovation intention? allows for greater efficiency and productivity and the type of results that you're going to look for and maybe beyond what you're imagining. Because when it comes time, when it comes time to the interruption, the disruption upon your business from people who are also doing this, you're going to be better prepared to be agile, flexible, and even respond in a moment of change. These small deposits of experimentation will have a cumulative effect. But without a flow of experimentation, where you're not constrained by today's imperatives, that's going to allow you to be more prepared to accelerate your ideas and more prepared to be agile when disruption and transformation comes your way. So tell me what you're seeing and you're hearing and you're feeling about this. And how does this look within your organization? I'd love to have a conversation with you across the counter. And so thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Counter Service Leadership Podcast as we continue to move forward in understanding that developing and learning an organization in 2022 is so essential to any company, no matter how small or how large, to really advance in a way that is truly sustainable. Look forward to the journey ahead. Thank you again for joining me. 